Welcome to the Creating Conscious Relationships podcast with your host, Janelle Annette. On this podcast, you're going to be receiving my best teachings, tools, and practices so that you can create a conscious relationship from the inside out. So no matter your relationship status, you're going to find everything you need here to help your relationships thrive, including the one with yourself. Hey you, I hope you're doing well. Welcome back for another episode of, you know what it is, creating conscious relationships. I'm your host, Janelle, and I am here to talk about overcoming the fear of rejection. (sighs) Yeah, as I say that one, it's like, this is a big one for everybody. So welcome, welcome to (laughs) this episode. And I hope I hope uh, it supports you in some way. I'm going to talk about more like practical, tangible strategies because, you know, we can get into all of the internal workings of the fear of rejection and why it happens and blah, blah, blah. But I think that stuff can be helpful. But what's actually most important is like, how are we changing these things and what are ways we can work with that in our lives? And if you've listened to the show, you know, that's what I'm about. I'm like, let's take all the inner work concepts And let's figure out how to apply them. Let's figure out how to make lives different. And if you've done a lot of like more traditional talk therapy, you may have had the experience, and this isn't the case for everyone, but you may have had the experience that sometimes you feel like you're understanding yourself better, but you're not moving forward. Things aren't changing. And so that's where I am really passionate is like, what is that step? What is that slow expansion of somebody's internal capacity to make change happen And what are things that we should consider? So with overcoming the fear of rejection, I'll start off by just naming a few things from the past. Obviously, this can come from so many different outlets, right? Of course, it could be something that came up in our family system. If we felt like we were really like criticized or kind of the odd one out, like it could be bullying societally, like just all the things. And I also just think this is a very human thing. You know, like sometimes when we look at like the fear of rejection or the desire to have external validation, there's like a negative connotation with it, but it's like, it's okay to want to be accepted. It's okay to desire people to validate you. But what the thing that we can work with is when that's out of balance, when we're completely relying on other people to accept us and validate us, because then what happens is you become a version of you that you're not really. like You become whatever you need to be and whoever you need to be to just get the approval, get the attention, and you don't even honor what it is that you actually want. And and this is a pretty common one, right? And so you get to a certain point in your life and you're like, shit, like I have been living for other people and I don't want to do that anymore. So if you're there, you resonate to this in different ways, like, cool, welcome to this revelation and this realization. And maybe it feels hard to look at, but that's an important place to be. Like at least, you know, you're here recognizing it. So overcoming the fear of rejection. I want to start by naming um, what I think is just really important that can come from working with or or just overcoming this. And of course, let's be honest, like maybe you're not going to hundred percent overcome it ever and that's okay, but you can keep working with it. I'm just going to propose a thought experiment. Imagine what life would look like if you were able to go up and just talk to any stranger, just anyone. 
Meaning that fear of rejection just didn't really exist. You're like, whatever, I'm just going to go say what I want to say. I'm going to approach this person, whether it's I'm attracted to them or I feel like they just seem like a cool person I want to get to know or whatever. I just want to talk to them because they're a human. Just imagine that for a second. Every day, I mean, it depends on where you live, but <laughs> you might be surrounded by people that have the potential to change your life. And it really only takes sometimes one person to like, change the trajectory of everything. And that's a pretty cool thought, right? To think about the fact that you still haven't met everyone in your life that's going to change your life. But if we were to talk to a bunch of new people every day, imagine the level of connection and the opportunities that would come from that. And I like to look at it and imagine it as I'm a very visual person as like a web, a web of connection. And maybe you meet this one person and you become friends, but then you're like, hey, I want to start working on this project or I'm inspired about this. And they're like, oh yeah, I know somebody. Here, let me connect you. And so it basically just continues expanding out the more connected we are. And of course, we still have to consider discernment. We don't necessarily just want to be connected to anyone and everyone. We want to discern and say, "Mm." but if we had a strong sense of discernment and we weren't afraid of being rejected, what would happen from that place, right? Some pretty incredible things, some pretty incredible life-changing things would be happening, but we don't do this. Well, why, right? Because I mean, there's a lot of things I find personally in like big cities, people are pretty shut in. People are pretty in their own little personal bubble, But that doesn't mean that you couldn't be that person to extend and push past that because at the end of the day, people want to connect. They do. So I bring this thought experiment to mind because I think the main thing that we have to look at when we're working with something like the fear of rejection is what would be the behavior on the other side? And then how can I make a practice towards getting there? Another great question to ask yourself in this realm of like acceptance and looking for validation or, you know, yeah, fearing the rejection from other people is what would you either start or stop if you just like gave no fucks? Like if there was just no rules and this, this conversation was actually one that I was having with somebody the other day and she was like, yeah, somebody said to me once that, you know, they just, they just hated folding their laundry And they just felt bad all the time because they couldn't get it together and they couldn't get their laundry folded and they just didn't like it. And then she was like, well, what if you just don't fold your laundry? What if you're just not a kind of person who folds their laundry? And she was like, oh, I could just do that. I could just create a system that works for me. And so it's like this kind of funny, like seemingly not a big deal example, but then it got us talking and I just asked everyone I was sitting at this table with, I was like, what is something that everyone would either start or stop doing if there was just no conditions? And I, you know, everyone went around and named one thing. Um, And it was just so interesting. Everyone had a very different thing. But there's like these little seeds within us that knows how we would be doing things differently, whether that's going up to strangers and connecting more often or wearing whatever you want to wear or making inappropriate jokes more often or like whatever wants to come through. And so it was an interesting thought experiment to be like, what's actually on the other side of that fear of rejection? And then how can I make, again, like I said earlier, this practice of slowly working towards doing more of those things? And so I really believe that with anything like this behavior change, we have to understand that our systems are slow to change. They don't necessarily always want to change. So we have to think of these things in like increments. So for my, I I, kind of talked about the web of connection and that's something that I feel is really big for me. Like if I wasn't afraid of being rejected, I think one thing I would love to do is just talk to like so many people. 
And so maybe, you know, for example, my case, a challenge is talking to one person a day or, and that feels totally accessible for me, um, where I'm at, but let's say I wasn't there. Maybe then the slow workup is, okay, I'm just going to start making more eye contact and smiling at people, right? If this applies to you, um, or I'm just going to chat a little more with like the barista casually, cause that's like an easier in, right? Or I'll go up to, maybe it feels easier to go up to like a woman and be like, oh, I like your pants, you know, whatever, just some version of introducing this concept in a way that doesn't feel overwhelming, but it's still always going to feel scary, right? It's still always going to be scary. And these are the things that we just have to practice and eventually they don't feel so loud. And I'm going to, I'm going to share something that I've done that I think has helped me with this fear because being here, talking to you, being online, like it is a constant facing of the fear of rejection, of judgment, of non-acceptance. And the more I work with this and the more I step into it, the more I'm just mean. I'm like, of course, not everyone's going to like it or accept it or I'm okay with that. But what I believe helped me work up to this is I was a part of a training for many years where we had to do some pretty intense stuff. And just as a side note, I wouldn't necessarily recommend this for everyone. I think Um, On a nervous system level, it's a bit too much. It can be really overwhelming for people. And I think I just had the capacity to do it. But I I think for a lot of people, this is not actually the route. And I'm going to hear this and you're going to be like, ooh, ooh. Like everyone I talk to is like, has a reaction. They're like, oh, fuck, that sounds, no, no. And so part of this training, there's many uncomfortable things we had to do. But one of the things is we were in a room of 40 people. And these 40 people have gotten to know me well enough at this point. And I had to go sit and pretty much everyone has to do this, by the way. But I went and I had to sit in the front and have all 40 people looking at me, men and women. And they all had to say out loud their judgments of me, negative judgments. And I just had to sit there and let it in. And part of my work is to notice what pings of activation would happen in my body. So if somebody said something to me that I just like didn't take personally, I was like, well, whatever. Like, I don't think that's true. So it didn't affect me. But if somebody said a judgment of me that something I held as a deep insecurity, it would hit. It would be like, oh, I don't want to hear that one. And so what this did is it showed me what things, what insecurities, what fears I have about one, the way that people see me and also within myself. Like what are the things that I struggle to accept about myself? And here's the lesson is like, We're most afraid of people judging us and not accepting us and rejecting us for the things that we don't like about ourselves, right? And so whenever you're caught up in your mind going, oh God, did they think I'm this and that? You're probably repeating a few similar themes of like, I'm, I'm mostly fearing being judged for X, Y, and Z because those are the things that I don't like within me. And so start to listen to that, like listening to that voice of, oh God, did they think I'm this? And write it down and you're probably going to start to see some patterns. Another, you know, kind of shadow worky exercise that you could do without having to do something as extreme is like writing out, like imagining the worst things that somebody could say about you. And, and that's something I actually get a lot of my... um my facilitator trainer people to do because they're 
training to work in a similar way that I do. And that also usually requires being their own business and showing up online. So it's like, what are the worst things you could imagine somebody saying about you online? Like, ooh, let's get into that. Let's see where we're still holding our fear. And then how is that holding us back as a result? So it's just interesting to think about all these layers. And as I've said, I think the main important thing is like having an exercise and activity that you can calibrate to, to slowly expand because we can, we could go off forever going, oh yeah, my fear of rejection is from this wound from the past and blah, blah, right? But it's, it's sure. And we have to actively work on accepting ourselves enough that we can move forward and start taking clear action towards what it is that's on the other side. And for a lot of people, they're not sitting down thinking, okay, well, if I wasn't afraid of the fear of rejection, I would do X, Y, Z. So they're just, we're just stuck. We're just ruminating. We're just looping around the same way of being pattern, choice, thought loops, totally unconscious, totally unaware of what we're actually doing and perpetuating. Right. And so this is like part of the work that I'm doing with people is like, Hey, let's like figure out all the ways these things are perpetuating and let's make an exercise to counteract that. Let's create the integration. Let's create the change because that's, that's what's most important here. And that's the thing that's going to actually expand your window of tolerance to be able to do things differently, right? You're, you're only like, you can process all the things internally. And I think it'll help to a degree to start doing it, but you're going to move through a lot just by the process of doing it. Right. So for me in this example is like starting to talk to more strangers, it's going to suck at first and then I'm going to love it. And then life is going to explode and bloom because of it. And it has in a lot of ways. I do that mostly when I'm traveling, um, and I'm feeling more extroverted, but you know, I'm sure if I did that more and more things would come. Or for example, again, being here with you, like letting you see me putting myself out there in the world. Like it was so uncomfortable at first. I felt like I was going to throw up every time I posted something. And so I just had to take the steps to do the thing to slowly expand my ability to be rejected. And I do think the inner work helped again, as in like noticing what judgment I hold in myself. But that piece of recognizing like when people are judging you for something or the, the things that you're afraid of people judging you for is actually something you judge in yourself. That's this like reclamation of power of like, oh, it's not actually about them. This is about me and my self-acceptance. And if I work on that, if I work on changing my narratives, I work on my listening to my my body and my somatic experience and, and actually working with my mind to change those things, to change those beliefs, I'm no longer afraid of what people think of me, right? I'm no longer afraid. And sure, maybe there's still layers of this and there, there always will be but i can certainly say that my level of fucks is very low compared to what it used to be right because i did the internal self-acceptance work i've done the somatic work i also have the right connections around me that support me to be me and i know i'm going to be loved no matter what even if you know people on the internet or a random like reject me or a stranger rejects me because i got my people and I also have my own self-respect and my own self-love. And so like with all of those things and the practice of doing it, I'm able to overcome it. So I share all of these things with you. And again, like just reflecting on those prompts, like what is it that I'm afraid of people judging me for that I actually am judging within me? Have that clarification piece. Work with that in your mind. And then what is it that I want to start doing differently? If there was no fear and what's the like 5% version of that that you could commit to and like, just start doing that. 
And then, okay, that gets more comfortable. Okay, what's the next thing? Okay, and that now is getting more comfortable. And so that's how we like slowly expand and titrate and move through the fear in our system. It doesn't have to be this overnight, big, shiny thing. All of a sudden, you're a different person. You don't need to be a different person. You're probably a wonderful person. But you're, there's probably a more full version of you that is waiting to come alive and to come online. But we have to actively evoke that side of you consciously through practice. And that's what I'm all about. It's like, what are the things that I can give you to do in practice that are going to change your experience and your reality? And of course, that's an internal thing, and that's also the external steps. And I'll add in this one more concept that's kind of just reinforcing what I'm saying. There's, um, I haven't actually read it, but I've listened to a lot of podcasts of the man who wrote it, and I forget his full name, Alex something, Alex B. He wrote a book called The Third Door. And the concept is, I might butcher this, this is at least my takeaway, is the concept is the people that have found success in their life became successful, a lot of them, either because they were given opportunities and privileges that allowed that to happen for them, or they were really determined and willing to basically face rejection. So his third door, he kind of explained as it, explains it as if it's like a nightclub. There's like the main line, the VIP line, and then there's a back third door that you almost have to like go through all these hoops to get through to get into this place of success. Anyway, I might've totally butchered that. So (laughs) if somebody wants to correct me, that's okay. But basically the concept is there is a uh, happening. There is a level of opportunity that happens when we're willing to just hear no and keep going. Hear no and not shut down. Be rejected, not shut down. Open our hearts, not shut down. Go take a risk, fail, not shut down. Like this is the lesson that we all have to learn. And he was studying these people who have had really great success and didn't necessarily have these like immediate privileges and opportunities. And that's what he talks about. And again, I haven't read the book, but it's probably amazing. And it just, it just is such a powerful example for me. And especially in this point, because obviously when we face the fear of rejection and we start doing these things, we might get rejected. And that's a very real possibility. We can't just say, let's just do it and assume it's all going to go well, because then we're still placing the expectation in something that's out of our control. We have to get comfortable with hearing no, with having judgment, with whatever, and just not take it on. Let that slide off. And that's that thing that's going to allow you to keep going. But if you internalize it and you shut down, you're just going to get stopped in your tracks, right? You're not going to be able to move forward. And so whether you want to apply this to like a relationship example, you know, going up and talking to somebody or getting vulnerable and opening your heart or more career or or whatever, it's just all things in life. And just to know that this place of self-acceptance, this place of self-empowerment, when we come from that, we can create, I really believe, most things that we want in life. And that's a really beautiful thing when we start to register that, because then we say, I feel empowered to change my circumstance. I feel empowered to enjoy my life and to feel fulfilled and to not walk around worrying all the time about what people think of me. Like, fuck that weight that you're carrying around all the time. It's liberating to take it off, to just not be consumed, to say what you want to say. And the more you do that, the more magnetic you become to the right people. Like that's this thing about this polarization. It's like, As you become more you, aka you stop giving a fuck what people think about you, you immediately become more polarizing. 
You're going to be lovable to the people who are meant for you. And you're not going to be lovable for the people who aren't meant for you. And that's a win-win. Like, cool. The people who think you in your true essence is not what they want, then great. Like, go find the other person that fits for you. That's fine. I'm okay with that, right? And then naturally you become this magnet, this like charismatic person that other people are drawn towards that are meant for you, that are going to offer your life the most love and value and connection and so on, right? So it's a really inspiring experience and path and something that I hear all the time from a lot of the women I work with is that fear, that constant worrying of, is this, did I say this? Was that weird? What are they thinking? Do they think I'm this, right? Who do I need to be to fit in? And it's exhausting. It's really exhausting. And it causes all kinds of issues in our relationships and so on, right? Because when we enter into relationships, pretending to be somebody that we're not, we become accepted as somebody who we're not truly. Then we feel distance. We feel resentment. We feel unfulfilled. We feel lack of motivation. We lose ourselves. We lose our, our sense of power and we lose who we are. And that's why this work is so crucial, is so vital and incredibly potent and powerful as well. So this is your permission slip to go do something weird, give less fucks and try to have fun while you're doing it because that's the main goal. You know, I, uh, I ran into this stranger, speaking of speaking to strangers, I was talking to a stranger the other day and she was like, yeah, me and my friends are all going to go do this thing where they, we pick out funny outfits for each other from the thrift store and we all have to go wearing them out in public. And I just like loved that idea because of course it's a bit of an edge. You're probably going to be wearing the most ridiculous thing ever. You're being seen, but you're also with your friends and it's hilarious and like could probably be a very invigorating experience. And so I, that might help if you're like somebody who's like, well, I just, I wish I could do something more like that or put myself out there more. But I think I would feel just like too shut down, like do it with a friend. You know, me and my friends have done that, like put on weird, crazy hats and just walked around and pretended like we were not wearing weird, crazy hats. And it's really funny and fun. So anyway, those are my thoughts for now about that. I hope you um, got something from this episode. And if you did, please leave a rating and a review, hopefully a good one. And um, set, let me know what this episode brought up for you. I'm really curious. I really want to be having more conversations with, uh, with everyone here. So if you're listening and you want to connect, you can send me an email. Uh, you should be able to find my email in the, in the link section of the show notes. And uh, let me know what uh, this brought up for you and what you're going to do going forward. How are you going to bring this practice into your life? And we'll see you next time for the next episode of Creating conscious relationships. Mm -hmm.